Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What is up, family? Welcome to Speak. It's about to be the most enjoyable 90 minutes of your life. We appreciate you hanging out with us. You could be anywhere watching any show, but you're watching ours. Let's get right to it. Slick, Rick the Buker, NBA Insider. How you feeling, Slick? <laughs> Man, the superlatives are just flying around crazy like today. <laughs> uh, Joy, how are we? How are we? How are we? Well, we got a big night tonight. We do. Yes, we Game do. Game one, Eagles all-time leading rusher. LaShawn, Shady, McCoy rounding out the brilliant cast. Let's get right to it. Joy alluded to it earlier. Game one, NBA Finals. Ain't this what you've been waiting for? We ready. I can tell you that much. Nuggets, Heat, let's get to it. Now, the Nuggets were the number one seed in the West. They're at home. The Heat on the flip side, only the second eight seed in the history of the NBA playoffs to make it this far. That is the finals. The Joker, the superstar for the Nuggets, he said earlier, quote, there are no favorites in the finals. Mm. I completely disagree, <laughs> but he said it. I ain't going to argue with him. He's Serbian and he's 6'10", and he got brothers. Um, Joy, are you giving the Heat a chance to upset the Nuggets? Hey, 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 hey. Jokic's roll deep. <laughs> yeah, they do. And big. He'll walk up on if they gets one, and they just go yeah. down all, the, the, all uh, big. Gronk, the Gronk brothers. Yeah, yes. yes, the Gronkowskis. Yes, they'll just, just keep coming out and be big. I am, of course, giving the Heat a chance to upset the Nuggets. Yeah. We haven't played the games yet. We haven't. why we play the games. Listen, the Heat did it. They made it all the way through the Eastern Conference. The Eastern Conference. Mm. Who is in the Eastern Conference? Is the... The league MVP in the Eastern Conference? Yes, he is. Mm. Yes, he is. Mm. The, the Eastern Conference champions last year, the Boston Celtics, mm. he beat yep. them. Yep. Giannis. I he was there. Bo. He was there. For a minute. No. He was there. We don't need to throw that much on the Knicks. But, <laughs> but, yes, of course I'm giving the Heat a chance. I mean, again, the Nuggets haven't proven anything yet. They've gotten to the finals. They are the best in the Western Conference. They took advantage of being the, the best regular season team. They've stepped up to every question that they've been put in front of them. People didn't believe they, they were going to get past the Suns. I didn't think they were going to get past the mm -hmm. Suns. They did it. They weren't going to get past the Lakers. They swept them. They're an incredibly impressive team. But they have their next challenge. It is a different series. It is a different team. It is a great coach on the other side. It is a hungry Miami team. I know nobody's giving them a chance, but yes, I will give the Heat a chance. Joy is giving them a chance. I want to placate to the feelings of Miami fans. Y'all know I am a Dolphins aficionado. I love the Dolphins. But when it comes to the Heat, I can't give them a chance in this one. I just can't because 
Assuming the Nuggets stay healthy, let me preface with that. If Joker goes down, everything's out the window. Yeah. But assuming the Nuggets stay healthy, I can't give them a chance. From a pure basketball perspective, I don't see how the Heat get it done. When you think about the Nuggets' size, you roll out there with uh, Gordon. You roll out there with MPJ. You roll out there with KCP. You roll out there with Jokic. You roll out there with Murray. Their size is just too much, too great for mm. the Miami Heat. Then I think about it from a schematic standpoint. The Nuggets schematically are sound. Like, the Celtics were so schematically flawed that it was laughable. Even the Bucks, and we know everything that their former coach, Coach Bud, was going through at the time. So clearly he was going through a lot. But schematically, even the Bucks were so systemically flawed. But the Nuggets, the way they dismantled the Lakers, the Nuggets, the way they dismantled the Phoenix Suns and had game plans for the Suns after the Suns showed they were capable of winning a couple games. And we already know what the Nuggets did in round one versus the Timberwolves. I don't see how schematically the Heat can beat the Nuggets or talent-wise the Heat can beat the Nuggets. 2-5, I'm not giving them a chance. That sounds crazy. That sounds crazy. This team, I'm giving them a chance. And by the way, this world is made on money, right? If, they don't, if you don't give them a chance, how can we make any money? How can Vegas get any money? How can I make any money? But no, on a serious note, like, like the same thing you just said, I said the same thing against the Bucks. Yeah. I talk about the size, yep. the experience, the players. I said the same thing as the Celtics. The first team, the first seed, the second seed. Oh, the size, the experience, the players. Man, this team is fighting hard. Jimmy Butler got these boys playing with confidence. Mm-hmm. Confidence. Mm-hmm. So when you play with confidence, anything is possible. And it would be a darn fool to bet against the, 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 not even bet against them, but don't give them a shot. I think they win tonight. Now, I do think that the, the Nuggets Ooh. are favorite. I thought the Nuggets, I thought the Nuggets was favorite against the Heat. I mm. thought the, the Bucks are favorite against the Heat. Mm-hmm. And I thought the, the Celtics. But that doesn't mean anything. Those are better teams. Mm-hmm. I think the Nuggets is a better team. But the better team does not always win. And I feel like the, the Heat that I'm watching mm. today, the first of all, they're coached well, and they're playing with confidence, and they're playing with heart. And it's hard to beat a team like that. Shady, but don't you think, so here's why I wanted to give the Heat a chance. Prepping this question, and y'all know we, we work thoroughly hard for you at home. I was thinking to myself, okay, the Heat play really hard. But I said, but the Nuggets play really hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Heat are really well coached. Mm-hmm. But the Nuggets are really well coached. The Heat have a talented dog in Jimmy Butler. But the Nuggets have a talented dog in Jimmy Butler. Everything the Heat do, the Nuggets also do, which I cannot say about the Heat's former competitors. Right. The yeah. Bucks were not coached well. The Celtics were not coached well. And the Knicks didn't have the talent. So that's where I'm at. I hear you, but like, like I mean, we can say that now, right? True. You know, but it's the same Bucks that won a championship couple mm-hmm. years ago. Right? It's that same Bucks team. Right. It's the same team well, the Celtics. Every year we put the Celtics as the, the most talented team that fair to win the finals. I look at when, I, when I look at the Heat, one thing about the Heat is, like, they're used to this, this role, being an underdog. All them undrafted players, they, they feed off that. And then when you watch them, you can't even see it. You talk about the size. They're always undersized. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you have a team, it, it reminds me of when the, when the Giants faced the, the, um, the Patriots. Patriots. Right? The whole, that, that whole running head, underdogs on the road. Got to the big dogs and finished mm-hmm. them. And I just feel like... I'm not saying that the Heat will beat the Nuggets. I just said, listen, there ain't going to be no, no cakewalk. They're going to fight slick to uh, the end. Look, I'm giving them a chance, but I'm only giving them a 2% chance. Because to, <laughs> to Acho's point... Just two? Like, yeah, because, because I do have a question about the Nuggets. But when I look at the Heat and how they beat the Bucks, it was a Bucks team that wasn't all that athletic outside of Giannis Antetokounmpo. And Giannis Antetokounmpo was out for two and a half games, and I don't know what he was in the other game and a half. Certainly wasn't the Giannis that we saw win a championship. Right. With the New York Knicks, didn't have the three-point shooting in order to compete with the Miami Heat. With the Boston Celtics, 
the zone absolutely killed them. Now, what is it about the zone that you need? Is you need to be able to put a guy in the middle of the zone who is a passer who can also hit that mid-range jumper. Boston Celtics did not have that. Nikola Jokic is like the ideal person zone maypole to put there. And they have the shooters. They have athleticism that the Bucs did not have. So the, the formula that the Miami Heat used to beat every team to this point, the Denver Nuggets aren't, don't have that weakness. Mm. They, they have that ability. The question that I have is, and I think, Shady, you said it, they're playing with so much confidence. The Miami Heat are playing with so much confidence. The Denver Nuggets are playing with more confidence than I've ever seen them play as well. Correct. Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr., even Nikola Jokic is playing with an aggression and a confidence that I have not seen in past years. Now they're coming up against the ultimate confidence, grit, and resilient team. If they get punched in the mouth in that first game, Right. Then I think, okay, let's see what happens. How, how solid is that Denver confidence? That's why I give Miami a chance. But it's just, I don't expect them to get punched in the mouth and, and melt. But it is a possibility. Joy, I have a question for you regarding pressure. Jokic Butler. We know that Jokic is a two-time NBA MVP. And if we're being frank with y'all at home, being honest, many people tried to detract from his MVPs because he had no postseason success. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Truth be told, that's what we do, and I think it's fair. Sure. We saw Embiid win MVP this year, and then he kind of melted in the playoffs. And so once again, we're like, man, it should have gone to Jokic. Mm. That's what happens in sports, it's fair. But Jimmy Butler is a dog. Mm. And this whole team is dependent on Jimmy. Who's under more pressure in the finals? Is it Butler or Jokic? It's 100% Jokic. Back-to-back league MVP. A lot of people felt that he should have won the the third straight MVP. Mm. It's not like he just dropped off the face of the planet after winning back-to-back MVPs. They're the number one seed in the Western Conference. 2% chance, no chance. Everybody else out there is saying sweep. Maybe it'll be a gentleman sweep. The Heat have to get this game tonight or the series is over. All the pressure's on the Nuggets. The Heat shouldn't even be here. Oh, it's always a fluke. Number one seed, Bucks, by the way. Beat them in five. Uh, Bad coaching. Giannis was out. Knicks. Knicks, better team throughout the whole regular season than the Heat. Oh, they didn't didn't really have any talent. Celtics, ah, they just can't figure it out with Jalen and no coaching. Mm. Of all of the pressures on the Nuggets, the Heat are just happy to be here. They're just happy to check out a new city. You know what I mean? Maybe try a different stake. You know, have, yeah. have some new experiences, you know, meet some new people, you know, it's just, it's, it's fun. You need to get out into the world and have these experiences and the Heat are happy to be invited to the party. So yes, all of the pressure, 100% of the pressure is on the Nuggets. It gotta be the Nuggets. You know, I'm a gambler. <laughs> and if I told you what, what, what the, uh, the, the, the numbers are, mm-hmm. yeah. favorite underdog is definitely the underdog. But is zoom it. in shady, not Nuggets Heat, Jokic Butler. Zoom into those well, two individual players. I said Nuggets, players. but it's, it's all Jokic. I mean, without him, what is that Nuggets team? I think that when you talk about them, them two MVPs, um, the way he's been playing this whole playoff series, and, and then not only just the, the, the pressure of he's playing so well, I mean, he has to get it done. Mm-hmm. Right? Look at this Heat team. Like, this Heat team, okay, you got Jimmy Butler and then uh, some hardworking guys c- compared going against the top dog, the mm-hmm. two-time MVP. Mm-hmm. If you ask anybody, they're going to say it's got to be the Nuggets. Yeah. So when you talk about the, the, the pressure, it has to be on Jokic. 
Slick, am I crazy? Am I crazy to say there's more pressure on Jimmy Butler than Jokic? I agree with Joy in regards to more pressure on the Nuggets. But am I crazy to say more pressure on Jimmy Butler? Because nobody cares about a fairy tale story if it all comes crashing down. Hmm. We don't talk about it. The mm-hmm. 16 team in March Madness, they beat the one seed. But if they instantly go lose in the next round, it was just a dream deferred. Yeah. Brock Purdy, a historical run for the San Francisco 49ers. But it gets knocked out in the NFC Championship game versus the Philadelphia Eagles. And it was a cute story that we're not going to talk about next year or at mm-hmm. least in two years because mm-hmm. it didn't materialize. When I think about Jimmy Butler, he doesn't view his team as seven undrafted players. He views his team as teammates. Yep. He doesn't call them role players. He literally said after the game, seven win. He said they are teammates. So he doesn't look at his squad like we do. I think Jimmy Butler has more pressure, not because Jokic isn't a two-time MVP, but because if the Heat and Butler particularly don't win, then this is a great story, but similar to the Golden State Warriors when they beat the Dallas Mavericks and the We Believes team, yeah. if you don't win at all, yeah. we're not going to talk about it. Yeah, but can't we say the same about the Denver Nuggets? Haven't they been a surprisingly good story? Like, did, did, at the beginning of the year, were we thinking, well, this is the year that Jokic goes to the finals. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. This is the year that the Denver Nuggets, unlike the Utah Jazz, make good on having the best record in the Western Conference, and they're going to be uh, in the finals, and they're going to win a championship. I, I, it's what is there to be lost. There is, if you were to make a case, there's more for Jimmy Butler <clears throat> and the Miami Heat to gain by winning a championship because of the historic value of it, I would give you that. But for all that Jokic and the Denver Nuggets have done to this point, if they lose to the Miami Heat, we are right back to the conversation <laughs> of, is Nikola Jokic really a two-time MVP? And, and, and you know what? One thing is, I feel like in all sports, especially football and basketball, we love the storylines, right? Yeah. We always mm. relate everything yep. to, to the legacy. Yes, sir. And it's like, okay, the two-time uh, MVP finally gets his ring. And, and, and I feel like now the crown is for the taking right now, yep. honestly. Mm. Even though uh, Embiid got the MVP, we're, the NBA and NFL, they're always trying to find who is the king of the league. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they want to give the Jokic. They really want to. They want to. But now he got to go earn but it. But Jokic got to take it. Yep. And it's like the, the, the pressure got to be on him because they're trying to set it up for you to be the man, dog. All you got to do is win a championship. Yeah, also... You know, how many championships do the Nuggets have? None. Yeah, that's a good yeah. Point. He got a few of them things. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. definitely Nuggets. I'm, I'm, I'm with you all on few. that one. Uh, coming up, who will win the divorce between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers? There were some more spicy comments yesterday. Rodgers and his former team—they won't stop talking about each other. Remember, y'all, you can check us out every day on the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. Oh. Return for the drama. Dog, I don't say the D word. Evil. I don't say the D word ever. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, we are finding out a lot more about Aaron Rodgers' tumultuous exit from Green Bay. Now, reports say his agent called the Packers in 2021 in the offseason, and they requested that the general manager of the Packers, Brian Gutenkunst, be fired or 
they trade Rodgers. Now, the quarterback also told The Athletic about a lack of communication with Gutenkunst this offseason, saying, quote, just tell the truth. You wanted to move on. Mm. Shady, who will win the divorce? Yo, yo, whoa. Don't say the D word. I don't play that. You don't play those games? So, so ask me another way. I'm ready. Uh, who will win the irreconcilable difference yeah. between, boy good. Boy good. <laughs> between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers? Who's going to win it? It has to be the Packers. Let's, let's just think about this for a second. Break it down. The Packers have been successful before Brett Favre, and they've been successful after Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. I think they still will be successful after Aaron Rodgers. Now, that doesn't mean that they'll be successful this year. I think, they, I think they're good enough as an organization that they'll find another quarterback in the next maybe five, maybe, maybe one, I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. ten, they'll find another quarterback. This is another number for you. Since 1960, they've had a sold-out game. Mm-hmm. Think about that, though. Every game is sold-out. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. So I think sometimes we get so into the, the player, yeah. right, the superstar. Mm-hmm. Oh, there'll never be another Aaron Rodgers. That might be true, but they'll find some type of success maybe in a different quarterback. When I'm sure when Brett Favre left, they didn't think they would get another Aaron Rodgers or something like Brett Favre. So I always like to go back to this the, the franchise. One thing when I got traded and I was so angry, um, a coach told me this. Deuce Daly said, listen, players can go, come and go. Yep. The franchise mm-hmm. will always stay. Mm-hmm. And the Green Bay Packers is a franchise that's going to stay for a long time. I'm with you, 2-5. Like, I think the Packers have already won the divorce because they're happier now. And a large part of the reason people get divorced is because, well, I want to be happier without my past partner. The Packers are happier now than they were with Aaron Rodgers, who was calling for the general manager to be fired. <laughs> the other reason that you might want to stay around... That boy, crazy. ...in the midst of <laughs> wanting to get a divorce is if it's worth it. But at the point in which you lose to your division rival, the Detroit Lions, yeah. en route to going to the playoffs, and is Aaron Rodgers even still worth it? You only won, I believe it was eight games last year, Green Bay Packers. That's not worth the headache that comes with Aaron Rodgers. A Super Bowl is, but you haven't won a Super Bowl since, what, 2011, 11. 2010? Yep. Yep. So I think the Packers have already won the divorce. Not to say Rodgers will not go and be successful and have success in his own right. I think the Jets will go to a conference championship game in the next two years. But the Packers have already won it by those metrics. But Aaron Rodgers is going to retire eventually. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Packers aren't going to stop being an organization. So if that's the parameters, then yeah, the Packers won because they will exist for longer than Aaron Rodgers will in the NFL. But that's not how breakups work. Usually, there's like a little window, you know? Did you go get you a little thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you won because mm-hmm. they're taking a little longer to get, get back mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you go buy that house you wanted to buy that she didn't want you to mm-hmm. get? Like, mm-hmm. What is the parameters for, for, for breakups? <laughs> I'm comfortable with the D word, but like the yeah. Yeah, for the breakup. <laughs> to me, it's the window in which Aaron is, is still in the league. Mm-hmm. That's a, the, let's call that the breakup, right? Mm-hmm. That's fair. This when, when, when Tom left, it's until Tom retired. Correct. He won that. He won that breakup. Mm-hmm. Now, the Patriots still exist, and Tom no longer plays in the NFL. So the Patriots, long-term, will maybe eventually be good again. But that's the parameters of the breakup. So if that's the case, who will win in this time between Aaron Rodgers not being with the Jets and, or not being with the Packers and being with the Jets and the Packers in that same amount of time? So if that's how I'm looking at it, I think Aaron's going to win. It is very hard for me to imagine that the Packers will be better in the next two years yeah. than they were with Aaron Rodgers. 
They weren't good last year with Aaron Rodgers. They didn't make the playoffs with Aaron Rodgers, Hmm. A-Rod, last year. I'm supposed to believe in these next two years, because that's imagining that's how much longer we think Aaron will play for, Hmm. that they are going to be better than he will be with the Jets. I can't believe I'm saying all these nice things about the Jets and and Aaron Rodgers, but I just don't have that much faith in what the Packers are going to be able to do in the next two years. Will the Packers eventually be good again? I believe so. They're a well-run organization. They have a great fan base, all those things you said. But not in the next two years, I don't think. But here's my thought, though, Joy, is I don't think the Packers have to be better than Aaron Rodgers and the Jets to win the breakup. The Packers just have to be better than they were with Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. Like, if you split with somebody, you don't have to be better than them. I just got to be better than I was with them. And they were an eight-win team last year. In a division slick with... Justin Fields, Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. and Jared Goff. Goff yeah. That's a very eight-winnable division. Yeah, sure, sure. The year before, I believe they didn't win a playoff game. I think they had a bye week, and then I think they got mm-hmm. beat by the Niners yeah, in Green right, Bay. In Green Bay, yep, you're right. Yep. So for the Packers to be better than they were with Aaron Rodgers the last two years, they just got to win more in eight games, not have a losing record. Like, yeah. I don't think they will be better than the Jets. I agree with Joy wholeheartedly. Slick, I agree with that notion wholeheartedly. But I do think they'll be better than they were with Rodgers. Where are you at? I guess we'll find out. I mean, perception is reality. And I'm with Joy on this. If we're talking about the immediate, Aaron Rodgers is in New York. People are hyped about the New York Jets. They are. Anybody talking about the Green Bay Packers? Nobody. Anybody talking about Jordan Love? No, sir. I mean, this is like you get a divorce and you're like, God, I'm so glad because they, they just messed up the kitchen all the time and now the house is nice and clean and everything. Nobody sees the, nobody sees the house. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is driving around in a new car with threads. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, he looks like he won the divorce mm-hmm. as of right now. Now, I do believe that the franchise always wins just because they have a long a longer runway to get back. And if you look at the Green Bay Packers, Brett Favre, they divorced Brett Favre, and here comes Aaron Rodgers. 49ers moved on from Joe Montana. It took them a year or two. They won a Super Bowl. Same thing with the Green Bay Packers. After So I, they've got more room to recover from the divorce. But if I'm looking at it right now, Aaron Rodgers appears to be happier than ever <laughs> doing things in New York. And meanwhile, Mark... Gutekunst is at what, right. like high school yeah. girls basketball game. Like but, yeah. but the only thing is, like, even when we talk about the franchise doing better, is so we talked about you talked about Tom Brady, and I don't think that they can ever get over that. Did, oh no no, I'm gonna say breakup. Sorry, well, over that breakup, I almost said it. Oof. Over that breakup, I don't think they ever recover from that. Yep. This dude got you six rings. Well, so my thing is when I look up, but when I look at like, uh, and then in the 49ers, like like they was winning championships, and then Steve Young, okay, mm-hmm. let's get some championships. The difference is with the Packers, though. Talk to me. Aaron got you one ring yes, sir. in a long time. Now, hold up. Rings are hard to do. I, yes, I get that. But that long period of time with that great type of quarterback you have and, and the players they had, I wanted a little bit more than that. So I just feel like if the Packers can go out there and get you an extra ring in the next 20 years, you so win that. You win that like breakup. 20 years isn't a, isn't a breakup. Mm-hmm. Like, Aaron Rodgers okay. isn't going to play for the next so 20 years. 10? No. The breakup, saying, the breakup well, is, the, is the time that Aaron Rodgers is in the league with, well, until Aaron Rodgers retires, that's the breakup period. Let me ask you this then, Joy, because Shady, I would like, say with you... Of course they could win another championship in 20 years, but that has nothing to do with I mean, this. I, I, with, that has nothing not, to do with Aaron Rodgers moving on. Man, if they won a championship without Aaron Rodgers, you think he ain't even home thinking about that? And don't let the quarterback be nice. But but, you don't think Brett Favre was thinking about A-Rod? Yeah, but, 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 but Shady, what I'm saying is, 
Brett Favre was still in the, in the lead. Like, in 20 years, if, if the Packers win a Super Bowl, what about nobody in you the building right now is going to have anything to do with, what know, that, with here's, that winning. Here's where I would draw a distinction. Tom Brady, uh, to Joy and Shady's point, won the breakup because the Patriots were still winning with Tom Brady. So the Patriots actually had success oh, right, right, with okay, Tom okay. Brady. So they're looking at Tom Brady win saying, man, that could have been us. Yeah. But the Packers weren't winning with Aaron Rodgers. They've won the two last playoff game. games the last six years. So even if Aaron Rodgers goes to win with the Jets, the Packers can't sit here and say, man, that could have been us. Because it wasn't you. If you beg somebody to buy you flowers and y'all split, then they go buy somebody else flowers. They weren't buying well, you flowers this, either this way. Well, then a competition then. Like, it's just we just went our separate ways, which is not what this feels Unless like. Unless Jordan Love, like, where I'm at with Shady is, I don't think if the Packers win in the next 20 years, they win the breakup, even 10 years. I think it's if Jordan Love does it. Yes, because they moved on from mm. they moved on from Aaron Rodgers for Jordan, Jordan Love. So, wait, so I, I think okay. it's only Jordan uh, Love who could make them win. So what if they go out there and get a first round draft pick and they get a quarterback? You you're telling me that? I think Rodgers. If I'm Rodgers, I'm laughing. Because no, wait not. a second, think about it. You you use two first round picks Listen, to replace that me. That sound cool. That Aaron Rodgers. You think he's gonna be cool with that? No, bro. If they have to go draft a first round, if you have to use a first round pick on quarterback when you just drafted a first round pick at quarterback to replace me, you talking about four years ago? Damn, they ain't worried about that. Yeah. You go get a quarterback right now in the first round. Boom. And he comes there and, he, and he's he's like you. He's good like you. He born like you. You think he gonna care? Listen, if, if I've never been that good with breakups like that. I, I've always been cool with my breakup partners, but. If it don't go well the first two years, and then she just fires us, get married. She's like, on Instagram. Break apart. I mean, Rolls Royce, and everybody's kissing that. I ain't gonna be too happy about that. <laughs> That's just me. You know what I mean? Y'all might be cool. I, I just, damn, I'm like, look, look, look at her. She looks happy. <laughs> I'm going to be in my feelings. There is a window where it's no longer, where, no, where nobody has anything to do with each other anymore, though. Uh, like, to me, it's how it goes over these next two years that Aaron Rodgers is in the NFL. I would, give them, I would give the Packers a little more runway than that, but I would say in the next five years. I ain't doing all that. They get too good. If, if, if Aaron, if Aaron is getting this hype and making $50 million right now, and you moved off of him for Jordan Love, and he goes to an AFC championship game, or he gets to the Super Bowl with the Jets, y'all lost. Well, I'll say that. If they go that far, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, coming up, two teams that have already gone very far, the Heat and the Nuggets. They finally tip off in the NBA Finals tonight. It is a game we have all been waiting Dang. for, game one. But is it a must win for Jimmy Butler, the man on your screen, and the Heat? Does this game dictate the series? That's next on Speed. That is a good Baseball is back, and so is Flippin' Bats. Five times a week, Monday through Friday. So follow us on the Fox Sports app, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcast. Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie. Formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services. Marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now, you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. 
Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. All right, family, one of the most fascinating things you might hear all day is in the last 20 years, only two playoff teams have not trailed at all in a series. They are iconic teams. You know about them. The 2008 Boston Celtics went on to win a championship. And how about those 17 Warriors, that team with Kevin Durant that went on to win a championship and wax everybody in the process. But get this, this year, both the Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets have not trailed at all in a series at any point in time, whether it was the Nuggets with the T-Wolves and then the Suns and the Lakers, the Heat going through the Bucks and the Knicks and the Celtics. Neither team has trailed in a series, which lets you know how pivotal a game this game is tonight. Because one team, one of these two iconic teams, has to take an L. So, Joy, as we think about this game, Heat, Nuggets, it's a game we've all been waiting for. The Heat have never trailed in a series. They've done a miraculous job as an eight seed. The Nuggets, too, have never trailed. Is it a must-win game for the Heat tonight? Well, somebody's going to trail after tonight, so <laughs> yep. that statistic's First. only going to stand for a few more hours. No, the only reason that you would feel that this is a must-win game for the Heat is if you feel like the Heat are going to get swept, which I certainly don't think is going to happen. If they lose tonight but win game two, what's the matter? Mm. I'd argue that's better. Then you have the, the momentum going back home. Yep. Tonight might be the most ideal game for them to win. Slick made a lot of good points yesterday about, you know, some of the, the way that you want to start with that. The Nuggets start a little slow in their first game in the series. This might be the best time to pounce on Jokic, have them off of the rhythm, all of those things. And, and I could buy into that. I could be talked into that. But if the Nuggets came out and played an unbelievable game tonight, I wouldn't be surprised either. But I don't think mm. that this is a must-win game for the Heat. I only see this as the best possible chance for the Miami Heat to win a game in Denver. Uh, I, I can't help but expect that the Denver Nuggets, after nine days, are going to come out either flat or jittery in their first NBA Finals appearance. That's not what it is for the Miami Heat. Miami Heat just coming off a of Game 7, playing at a really high level. I expect that they're going to come in and they're going to be ready to go. So there's that opportunity to steal a game. And as was mentioned, this has been their formula uh, for winning in in these series uh, and, and, and in this playoff run. The other part of it is that if they're going to shake the Denver Nuggets' confidence, this is the time to do it, is to hit it right off the bat to say, yeah, you know what, you guys were great, you've been great up to this point, but you've never played here. We have, and this is a little bit different, and, we're, and we just showed you how it's different. Here's the one other element. Nikola Jokic, when it comes to game ones, in series prior to this year. Let me run it down. Uh, against the Warriors last year, game one, he was a minus 19. Worst on the team, they got beat by 16. Game one versus the Suns in 2021, 20, 
minus 13, had more turnovers than assists. Nuggets lost by 17. Game mm. one versus the Blazers in 21. Mm. Jokic only had one assist, minus 13. Nuggets lost by 14. Game one versus the Lakers in 2020. Jokic, eight for 14, two assists, four turnovers. He was a minus 19. Nuggets lost by 12. Game one versus the Clippers in 2020. 15 points in game one, three rebounds, three assists. He was a team worst minus mm. 24. If there's ever a time that Nikola Jokic doesn't have his game, it is in game one in a series. And conversely, he gets better from there. So slick and shady, that's why I would say the Heat have to win this game. For the Heat to win the series, they're eventually going to have to win in Denver. Either game seven, if y'all want to go that far, or win one game in Denver. The only way to win, the best way to win a game in Denver like Slick, and I think Joy may, maybe even alluded to, is tonight. Because the biggest advantage the Heat have is a coaching advantage. But the biggest coaching advantage you'll ever have is when they have no idea what you're going to do in game one. So if the biggest advantage they're ever going to have is going to be in game one, and furthermore, I think the rhythm is greater than the rest that the Nuggets have. The rhythm that the Heat have playing in seven is greater than the rest that the Nuggets have. I think it's a must-win game because it's the best chance to See, win. I'm going with that. I'm going with the rhythm versus the rest. And I go back to in 2013, playoff game, yep. where we had a bye, the Eagles, and uh, we were playing against the this, this Saints. And they just played a, a big game against um, um, the um We didn't get a Seahawks. bye. Yeah, we did. Did we? We did. You got a bye. You probably didn't play the last game so, of the season. So, but, I'm like, listen, I was out. There. <laughs> but anyway, so they had a tough game, the Seahawks versus Saints, which yeah. they always do. We had yeah. a bye. And I remember when I come to Philadelphia, I was remember that first drive. I was like, whoo. <laughs> I'm tired as hell. Yeah. And then in the second half, I kind of got that second win. But I just think of in the same scenario with, with the Nuggets. Right? Now, they've been sitting for nine or ten days. And you probably have practice. But that practice ain't like a real game where the, where the heat been in their same rhythm. That means getting on time for sleep, eating the right yeah. foods. Because even when you're on a, on a break, you might eat a little bad. You might get a little some dessert. You might stay up a little late playing video games. You know, we, they are young. Might have that extra donut. Might have an extra donut. So I look at all these different things that might be a true factor. And the last part is, I think, with the heat is they've been winning the first games, right? They've been an underdog. And I think a lot of teams get overconfident. Mm. Oh, we got the AC. Man, mm. come on. We got Jimmy Butler and a couple mm. guys. That's... And then they lose. They in a dogfight. So I'm going with that rhythm that they've been playing with versus that rest. Because I, I, I truly think that, man, when you get in that first quarter, you're like, dang, I'm tired. And I think that's going to be a difference. Hmm. Joy, where do you stand on that rhythm versus the rest conversation? The Heat clearly have been in their bag, especially as of late. Caleb Martin, 26 points. Jimmy Butler, Caleb 28 balling. points. They both balled. Won a convincing game seven versus the Celtics. Meanwhile, I think the Nuggets are on maybe nine days of rest. Yep. When you think about the Nuggets' oh, rest oh. and the Heat's rhythm, what do you think is a greater advantage? I mean, I could be talked into it either way. You said a lot of great things about why the Heat are set up to steal one tonight in Denver, and it all sounds really good. And I will say the only thing that gives me pause is the nine days, because that's an abnormally long time to be off Sure. during at any point in the season that's not the all-star break. So it, it is a little curious. I can't wait to find out what it means. But I have to go back to the Heat are very comfortable on the road. They're tied for the most road wins in the playoffs. They are up scoring field goal percentage and three-point percentage on the road in the playoffs this year. So if they don't get it tonight, who's to say they won't be the ones making the adjustments to win game two? I just don't look at this game as an absolute must-win game tonight. I anticipate this series going long. In order for there to be long series – you, you, take, you take care of home, of home court. So I hear you. Yeah. It all sounds very good. 
I hope you're all right. But I don't look at it as the end of the road if they don't get one tonight. I just think the rhythm is going to have its greatest effect in game one. Yes, obviously. I would agree with that. Yeah. And, as, and where the rest is going to come in as, as, is if the series is longer. Because what we've seen from Jimmy Butler is that there has been a steady attrition in his performance. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's because he's not trying or he's not meeting expectation. I think he's just carried so much weight. We saw, we saw the same thing in the bubble in 2020. Like, he was great, got them there, and then as that final series went on, you, I mean, there's memes out there of him just being completely yeah, exhausted, right? So that's where I just feel like if they're going to punch a hole in this new Nuggets confidence and belief in themselves, you got to do it right off the bat. Slick, is there more of a narrative how much Jimmy is having to do than there is a reality in the last two weeks. Series one, we all know. Yeah. Jimmy had 56, he had 42. He literally put the team on his back against the Bucks, mm-hmm. smelled blood, went mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. But against the Nucks, we all, Knicks, we all recall, um, Jimmy had to miss a game, came back, was still a little uh, gimpy, if you will, from that game. And then last series, Kayla Martin got four votes for sure. Eastern Conference player, and Jimmy got five. Does Jimmy have to do with that much, or is Kayla Martin at an, a higher level? Is Bam at a higher level? Is Gabe Vincent at a higher level? Like, what's the reality versus the narrative that we've created? Well, it's really, it's, it's a great question. And I would liken it to when Tony Parker won uh, finals MVP mm. with Tim Duncan against the Cleveland Cavaliers when they swept. Yeah. Got it. Tim Duncan was the most important player. Right. Tony Parker was getting busy against Booby Gibson. Okay. Like, and his numbers caught everybody saying, oh, well, he's the finals MVP because they were double teaming Tim Duncan and trying to take him out of it. I see the same with Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. The numbers may not reflect his importance, but everything he does and his presence and being able to feed everybody, if he's not able to do what he does in terms of the intangibles, just being a factor in the game, Caleb Martin and every other Miami Heat plays off of what Miami, uh, what Jimmy Butler does. And so that's where I do think that if Jimmy Butler is not a factor, whether it shows up in the box score or not, the Miami Heat don't have a chance. Very, very well said. Well, let's transition to the NFL because coming up is one of the most intriguing topics we will discuss all offseason. The Philadelphia Eagles, they didn't rebuild, they simply reloaded. Jalen Hurts secured the bag, but... Is anything less than a championship game a disappointment? An NFC championship game, y'all. Not a Super Bowl. Is that a disappointment? Next, hey, on Jalen. You see Jalen? Jalen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, save $30 on the American-made Steel FS56 RCE Trimmer. Real Steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. All right, y'all, the Eagles coming off a Super Bowl appearance. We were all there enjoying the game, but they didn't get it done. Well, get this. NFL.com wrote that the Eagles appear poised to avoid a Super Bowl hangover. The roster still looks as good as ever, but history is not on their side. Only one NFC team has gone to back-to-back Super Bowls in the last 20 
five years. I want a trivia question as to who that NFC team was. I actually don't know the answer, so you can't ask a trivia question. You don't know the answer, too. Anyway, uh, Shady, is anything less than an NFC championship game disappointing for the Philadelphia Eagles? <sighs> what you think? I think severely. Do you? Yeah, absolutely. But what do you think? <laughs> Jalen Hurts still there? Yes, sir. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. I'm not getting involved today with you. <laughs> I'm not going to let y'all piss me off this question about the Eagles. So I'm going to let Joy or Slick go, and then I'm going to give you my take. I'm not going to let y'all keep playing around with my Eagles. I, real quick, I see what you're doing. You lay it up like that, and then you come right to me. So, Shady, not today, Acho. Not today. Not today. Not today. It's a good day today. It's cool. It's the finals. I ain't going to get hot and get... I'm chilling today, dog. Please, don't what? do it. Come on. This TV offended? is live. You're offended by that question? Yeah, I'm offended. <laughs> I mean, look, uh, it, of course it's not a disappointment. We have to play the games. We do this every single year. We did this with, we did this with the NBA. We did it with the NBA postseason. We did it with every single uh, series in the NBA. We're doing it right now. We just did it. We're going to do it at the beginning of the season. On paper, things look a certain way. Yes. But you got to play the games. Oh. There's a lot that can happen. All right? There's going to be a team in the The NFC looks weak right now, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. there's going to be a team in the NFC that is way better than we think they are once the season plays out. It happens every single year. There's going to be a team in the AFC that's way better that we didn't predict. That comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. All right? Or, or, or was kind of a little bit okay last year, and then something happened. Look at the Giants this year. Yeah. Look at the Seahawks. We thought the Seahawks were tanking. Tanking. Like, they were purposely trying to lose games. Mm-hmm. That's what we said they were doing. So there's always going to be a team that comes out of here. Things happen throughout the season. I'm not going to count for injuries because, again, we're just doing things on paper. But it's hard to get to Super Bowls. It's Me. even harder to win them. And it's hard to get to NFC Championship games. And before everyone starts doing all this huffing and puffing, we talked about Aaron Rodgers. We, I'm not going to hear you huffing and puffing. Too late. Huffing and puffing. Doing all that huffing and puffing. Aaron Rodgers... It gets praised all the time, like he wins Super Bowls every single year, mostly for just getting to NFC Championship games. True. Because it's so hard to do. So anything less than being in an NFC Championship game is mm-hmm. being disappointing. Mm-hmm. What happens if they have a, have a great season, a good season, they win a playoff game, they get to the second round, mm-hmm. and they, they play down to the wire? What if they meet the 49ers and they play down to the wire? It's the last second and, and, the, and the 49ers move on. That's a disappointing season. Of course the goal is always to win championships. But to say that it's like a failure or a Super Bowl hangover or, or some colossal drop-off is very hard for me to get to. The rational Joy Taylor just does not do it for me, okay? Oh, and be unhinged. And I get where... I always got to be crazy. No, 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 but, but I'm... The, the Miami Heat enthusiasm, in spite of all the particulars, mm-hmm. I, I get that. This is way too... And I, and I get where Shady doesn't... One, one appreciates how hard it is to get there. But I, I'm looking at it right now, okay? With how we look at the Philadelphia Eagles and the offseason that they had. Sure. And... What is your, Shady, your expectation right now that the Philadelphia Eagles do if all goes well? What are you hoping that they will do? Ain't, Based- no, ain't no hope. Ain't no hope. Okay. 
What? I'm going to say it right now, guarantee okay. it. The Philadelphia Eagles will be back in a championship okay. game. Not no NFC. Okay. Ain't no NFC okay. in the Super Bowl. Okay. And, I'm, too long. and I'm pissed off. Okay. That's I try to too... wait and I try to hold That's back. Too I try long. to be respectful. That's my point. That but took it, had too long. it had to come. What took so long? Listen. All this NFC talk, all this NFC, yeah, I don't want to hear none yeah, of that. Yeah. We don't mean the Super Bowl. Yeah. Thank you. That's See? why I'm pissed. This should be Super Bowl. Hey, Thank you. That's who I know. I'm from Pittsburgh. That's who I know. That right there. Listen me all. Why, why am I responsible for doing the, the extra Philly stuff? We got the all-time leading rusher for the all Philadelphia time. Eagles well, sitting three time. feet away hey, from me. Hey, He's hey, the look. one that's supposed to do that. You, I can apply have, reason. Have you guys ever had a coach? A coach talks to one player, but they're not talking to that player. <laughs> talking to that player? <laughs> okay. That's what that was I'm about. just a vessel now. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's Here's what, what I will say. <laughs> I, I, like, I think it would be utterly disappointing if the Eagles don't make it to an NFC championship game for this reason. Not because anything Joyce said was incorrect, but if you have legit championship aspirations, and I think seven teams in the NFL currently do, you could argue eight. I think the Ravens. I think the Bills, I think the Chiefs, I think the Bengals. You could argue the Jets being the eighth. I won't say them right now, not this season. I think the Cowboys, I think the Niners, I think the Eagles. If you have legit championship aspirations and you do not make it to the NFC championship game, it's a disappointment. The Cowboys lost to the Niners last year. It was a close game. That was a disappointing season. If you are a championship aspiring team, Super Bowl championship, and you don't even get to the championship game of your own conference? Remember when the Bills, even though they lost in the craziest game ever to the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, 30 seconds. The Bills, well, that was still disappointing. Yeah. Because to lose in the divisional round, which is what we are assuming, to lose in the divisional round means either, Shady, you didn't win one playoff game if you had the bye week like the Packers in 2021, or you only won one playoff game. Talk basketball, it's the same thing. After the Bucks won their championship in 21, when they lost in the conference semis, to the Celtics, that was disappointing. Sure. Right. Now, the Celtics went on to the NBA Finals. We all watched. But to lose in the semis, to lose in the second round, if you are a Super Bowl aspiring team, that has to be disappointing. The Warriors this year succeed, but you're coming off a championship. Yes, they lost to the Lakers and LeBron James. I get it. But still disappointing. So I don't know a world <clears throat> where any of those seven Super Bowl championship aspiring teams that I named can lose or not win one playoff game and not be disappointed. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is it is disappointing. It would be disappointing. The Eagles should be, expect to go back to the Super Bowl, expect to be back in the NFC Championship game, and that should be the standard. And, and, and I agree with you. If, you are, if that's your aspirations and you're actually in place to actually do that and you don't do it, it's disappointing. But we can also, like, maybe apply a little bit of reason here. You're not going to get to the NFC Championship game in the Super Bowl every single year. That doesn't mean that you dropped off the face of the earth either. Jalen Hurts is a young quarterback. They're set up for, uh, for a, a long period of success, right? Like they're planning yes. on being competitive for a long period but of here, time. Here I think is the disconnect, if you will. If you are that much more talented than the rest of your field, not the field, but your field, then you should be able to go back. Like the Kansas City Chiefs four and five years. Let's not talk about See, the, the Chiefs. Chiefs the Chiefs are really ruining that's this why, conversation. But that's why I said, that's why before you even spoke, I said, let's not talk about the Chiefs because mm -hmm. I wanted to mention the Philadelphia Eagles. Andy Reid. Shady, you would remember better than I because you got there sooner. I think it was 2002 or three to maybe 2008. Four in a row. Yeah, the four in a row. Yeah, yeah. Four straight NFC Championship games in a row. Didn't even win a Super Bowl. They lost to the Patriots over that run. But even the Eagles in the last century have gone to consecutive NFC Championship nah, games. And, 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 Joel, you make a great point. I mean, this NFL is so hard to do, right? The NFC, we obviously know that. The Eagles are favorite. <laughs> but things happen. 
But one thing that got to happen. What's that got to happen? And when we talk about the third of Eagles, baby, when we bring that fag out, baby, and we had them big games in the link, can't nobody beat us. You said the 49ers, they can't do it. They have no quarterback. When you talk about who? The Cowboys? You know who their quarterback is. They can't do it. You talk about the Vikings. They can't do it. We see what we did to them. I'll just say this, ladies and gentlemen. If we're not talking about the Super Bowl, we're not talking about yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah, if you don't talk Super Bowls, you don't talk. Ever play with my boy. I hear you. Mm. And this is our year to bring it home. This is your fault. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what? I'll take that one. <laughs> For entertainment purposes alone, I'll, I'll do take that, that baby. One. Whatever works. Okay, when we return, we're talking all about the Eagles. But you want to know the one team we're not talking enough about? The Cleveland Browns. Ooh. With one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. Are they being overlooked? Is this the one team that will shake up the entirety of the NFL next year? That's speak when we return. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, let's get to the NFL. Because this is an interesting story I don't think people are talking enough about. The Cleveland Browns. Now, we know they missed the playoffs last year, but their season was not utter turmoil. Jacoby Brissett starting Deshaun Watson entered in later than halfway through the season. But now he has a year under his belt in Cleveland and that Browns offense. Now, the offensive coordinator, Alex Van Pelt, said his quarterback has, quote, improved tenfold since this time last year. Slick, I was thinking about it this morning. We've mm. talked about the Jets, rightfully so. They acquired Aaron mm. Rodgers. Talked a lot about the Baltimore Ravens, rightfully so. They acquired Odell Beckham, drafted Zay Flowers, got a new offensive coordinator in Todd Monk. We've talked a lot about so many teams in the AFC, but for whatever reason, we ain't talked about the Browns. And I thought about it, and I said, wait a second. The Browns have won as many playoff games as the Ravens since 2018. They've won more games than the playoff games than the Steelers since 2018. Teams in their division. I'm not going to talk about your Bengals, obviously. Y'all just went to a Super Bowl. When I think about what the Browns were able to do two, three years ago with Baker Mayfield in an 11-5 season, you pay Deshaun Watson a boatload of money because he's supposed to be a top-tier quarterback. The last time we saw him play a full season, mm. he was a top-flight quarterback. I'm thinking to myself, the Browns are being overlooked. You still have Miles Garrett, who is a perennial defensive yeah. player of the year candidate. You have Deshaun Watson, who is supposed to be a top 10 yeah. quarterback with top five quarterback potential. Mm -hmm. You added Zadarius Smith. He's another great rusher on the opposite end. Are the Browns being overlooked in your mind? No. Is Deshaun Watson potentially being overlooked? I would say yes, because I don't think last year was a reflection of what he is as a quarterback, and I would expect that he's going I agree. to improve. Yeah. But as someone who pays an awful lot of attention to the AFC North, because of my Bengals being there. Look at who they're up against. And look at all the talent that they have had. They're being slept on, deservedly, because they're the Cleveland Browns. And no matter what you put on the field, it doesn't seem to meet expectation. And I can look at so many parts of that outside of Deshaun Watson and have reservations. Are you guys sold on Kevin Stefanski as the head coach? Are you sold on? I'm not selling my stock, but I'm not sold. I feel you. Okay. I'm still holding it. So, I'm still holding it so for right now. So it would now. be like, you know what? Stefanski's going to turn this thing around, and he's going to be going up against Jim Harbaugh and Zach Taylor, and he's going to transform Mike Tomlin. I mean, 
he's up against some stiff competition. Alex Van Pelt is the offensive coordinator. I, I would feel more, I would feel better about the Cleveland Browns if Deshaun Watson was singing the praises of Alex Van Pelt than Alex Van Pelt singing the praises of Deshaun Watson. Because I know what Deshaun Watson is capable of. Tim Schwartz coming over from the, from the Eagles as defensive yeah. coordinator. Are we certain, I mean, he was kind of getting dragged at the end. A couple years back right? with the Eagles. Yep, yeah, a couple yep, years yep. back. Are we convinced that he's going to transform or be able to utilize the Cleveland Browns' talent? I've never questioned. I mean, look at the roster. You're like, we've been thinking for a couple years now. They're, they're just a step away. But it hasn't happened. And when I look at the rest of the division, I'm, I'm going to need to see it because of the Browns' history. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just a matter of everyone is just waiting to see. I mean, last year was, was kind of a wash with Deshaun not coming in until week 13. When he did come back, he was 3-3, three and three, had losses to Tyler Huntley and Kenny Pickett. He was mid. Obviously, he, he was. Very mid. He was. And those, those were div- divisional losses as yep. well, which would make sense. He hasn't played in a while, and he's losing to, you know, lesser talent at the quarterback position, but much better coaching. He also threw seven touchdowns and five interceptions in his six starts, so lowest career passer rating in a season. It wasn't a good... It didn't give us a window to judge what Deshaun's going to look like in Cleveland and what this team was going to look like at all. We knew that that was a wash the moment that the suspension came through. So I think everyone is just waiting. We don't know what this Browns team is going to look like. On paper, again, you can pitch me on a lot of teams. Of course they're loaded with talent. They've been loaded with talent. And they're still, as Rick said, the Cleveland Browns. And somehow they managed to mess it up all the time. In many different creative ways, mm. I actually think that they brainstorm about ways to mess things up. <laughs> so, and the, and the other thing is the expectations are dramatic as they should be. Deshaun Watson is not expected to be a top 10 quarterback. Yep. Deshaun Watson got $230 million fully guaranteed. Deshaun Watson better be the best quarterback in the NFL next, next year. By... By my standards, you get paid $250 million guaranteed. You're the only quarterback to ever get that money. You better be the best. You better not be like, okay. They better win the division next year. Why else are you paying that kind of money? Hmm. So I think everyone is just waiting to see. It's not that they're being overlooked. I don't expect him to be the best quarterback in the division. I don't expect them to win the division. And I don't expect him to be the best quarterback in the NFL. But I don't know what to expect from the Browns. Yeah, I just think that um, looking at the Browns team, they have some talent. But I... When we ask about the, the attention or if they're getting overlooked or slept on, I'm going to say no. I'm, I'm going to say they are exactly where they should be at, right? They didn't really have a great year last year. Deshaun Watson's a hell of a quarterback. He missed some time and he didn't look good. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, I, I thought that, that that was probably ideal. I mean, yep. he, you know, he was coming off some time, got some rust, has to play football, and now he's back, had the whole offseason to, to train, to recover, fresh mind, no, nothing off the field. I think he'll be a better player. I think the team will be better, but – it's hard to really say, man, because you look at the schedule. First of all, they got the Bengals twice a year, and we all mm-hmm. feel like the Bengals are top like dog that. in that division. I think the Steelers will be a lot better. They have a hell of a coach. I think a young quarterback that's getting better. You never know how that might unfold. And then the Ravens. Yeah. The Ravens are already good and hard to beat. Now they add help, more talent. You look at they got the 49ers, you got the Jaguars, you got the Jets, you got the Seahawks. Those are all playoff teams. Mm-hmm. So when you ask, are they getting overlooked, I, I, I got to say they're right where we're at because – even last year, they didn't have a great defense. You think of all the, the defensive players they have. Mm-hmm. They were like 21st yeah, in defense. Great. So, I mean, I don't think they're overlooked. I think Here's they're my right thought, though, 2-5. Going into this coming season, 
Deshaun Watson or Aaron Rodgers, who do you think will be more successful? This year? Mm. Yes, sir. That's a great question. I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers. Oof. Oof. I, I, would, I would say Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is not in a good division either. I could see Deshaun like, Watson and, and, having... An easy division, I'm sorry. It's, it's not like he has... Yeah, like, yeah. You can make the same argument yeah. for everyone in that division. I would say I, I could see Deshaun Watson having better numbers. I could see Aaron Rodgers having more success. Here's why I say that. We're not waiting to see with the New York Jets. And the Jets haven't been to the playoffs since 2010. Yeah. Jets were 7-10 and 10 last year. Yeah. Browns were 7-10 and 10 yeah. last year. Good question. Yeah. Jets got a new quarterback. Fair point. By every metric, the Browns got a new quarterback. Because Deshaun Watson was not last year who yeah. he will be this year. Yeah. So what I found fascinating, and Joy, I do agree with you, we are waiting to see. But why? Because Deshaun is showing up this year anew. A whole offseason under his belt. Aaron Rodgers is showing up literally new. Both 7-10 and 10 teams. When Deshaun showed up to the Browns last year in week 12, they were 4-7. and seven. But they had lost four, no, they had lost rather five of those seven games by one score or less. So if we're not going to wait and see with the Jets, mm-hmm. I'm just, this is really why I brought this topic up today. Why are we waiting to see with the Browns? In my mind, Shady, we should be saying Nick Chubb, Amari Cooper, uh, Deshaun Watson, Zadarius Smith, Miles Garrett, uh, Denzel Ward. Like, we should you be know, jumping you, on that. You know what's the difference? Well. I think we've seen, we've seen the same story with the Browns, right? Good team, talent, tough, hard, you know, but they always get there and they, and they fall off. They always get their fall off. Where the Jets, we always say, man, if, if they only had a quarterback, mm-hmm. if they only has had a quarterback, how this team fights every year with good coach, good defense, no quarterback. Solid running game, no, no quarterback. They finally get a quarterback, we'll see what happens. We've never seen this part of the Jets, but we've seen this part with, with the uh, Cleveland Browns. It's also a completely different story. Agreed. It's, it's Aaron Rodgers, two-time MVP, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, who played last year in a in a – constant battle between the front office and him for several years now leaving to New York City to play for the Jets who even though they were awful last year were a big story because they were so bad I think so you're right. there are some narrative things yes. that are keeping us from yes. being even excited or interested in what the Browns have to have going on on top of the fact that, like Shady said, they have been a habitual appointment, a disappointment for as long as I've been breathing air on this earth. I, I think that you're right, which is why I wanted to bring up the question. I think we're talking about the Packers, so, the Jets so much because of the story. But the Jets are this year who the Browns were last year. Remember we said of the Browns last year, they're just a quarterback away. They were 11-5 and five with Baker Mayfield. They went to the playoffs, won a playoff game, dismantled the Steelers primarily defensively. I believe that was a four-interception game. Baker Mayfield just had to show up and not throw picks. And then we're like, oh, if only they had a quarterback. They still have that quarterback. That's why I'm just like, wait a second, yeah, but we shouldn't see, we be? We didn't see yeah. the quarterback last year. Like, we watched Aaron Rodgers play an entire season last year. Yes, they got their quarterback in Deshaun Watson, but – we knew he wasn't going to play. Mm-hmm. There was a some period of the season last year where he wasn't going to play. So we were never really actually excited about the Browns last year. That's why I'm like, and, and, and I feel like that with the Jets, like, I don't think the Jets are, are, are awful. I think what they've done the last couple of years have been awful, but I don't think it's an awful team. I don't think they're awful, they're an awful no, team. No, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the roster, like, I, don't, I don't think they're an awful team. So I'm saying if you add a dude like Aaron Rodgers, 
to that type of team. That's why I was, I think that's why the reason he even wanted to go there is because, damn, they got the rookie office player of the year, got the deepest player. Cosign. Why wouldn't I want to go there? I almost wonder, because, Joy, I think you've synthesized this perfectly. I almost wonder, Slick, if we had missed the Browns' excitement window. That's why I'm trying to use a defibrillator, if you will, to re energize it. Because, Joy's right. When they signed Deshaun, we're like, yeah, but he ain't going to play. Yeah. So, like, we missed that window. Yeah. So I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. They still did yeah. what should be something that the whole NFL world should be looking sure. at with a keen eye. Slick, take us home. And, well, the Jets, and the Jets could end up being that. We could be getting hyped up that, about the Jets. Too. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, and they true. could be Very the next iteration of the Browns. I would still look at the two particular divisions. Because I think if we look at the Buffalo Bills, whether it's fair or not, we look at them as kind of being having been disappointing. Like, they haven't done everything that we hyped them up to be. Mm-hmm. We expect the Miami Dolphins to be measurably better. I do. But we don't really know. Like, I just look at the AFC North. I don't have any doubts the Ravens are going to be tough. Bengals are going to be tough. Pittsburgh, I think, overachieved last year is always tough. So, I think it's more of what they're up against. It's hard for me to, like, that get excited hard, about like, the Browns. That, that, hold on, hold on, bro, hold on. The AFC East? Yeah, yeah, yeah I understood. Oh, okay, but, in, I mean. but but comparative, like I think they're on on the way up as opposed to what the AFC of North have proved themselves to be the last year. Could it be a tie? What you think? This is no, fascinating. It, I do think. Here's what I would say. I think that the AFC North is more proven. In That's, the sense that yeah. me and Jory would say, yeah, the Dolphins are going to go for it. But we know if Lamar Jackson's out there, check, Ravens going to be great. I, I get it. The Bengals are more proven than the Bills. I, I and, it, and the coaching. Correct. I would say that. I agree I think, with you. I, I, think, I, think I think they're, they're the same, but the AFC North more is more proven. I guess, it, it's, and it's always an opinion, but I just feel like, I mean, the AFC's got good coaches. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of talent, got good teams. Wouldn't you say it's and open? Then, and, then, and, then, and then the Dolphins are definitely different when Tua is out there. No doubt. No and Another doubt. year, it might, I mean, I just, and then the Bills. Like, even though the Bills haven't. They're so good that we always put them up there. They're the favorite. Josh Allen, MVP, the Super Bowl. So they're up there for a reason. Mm-hmm. They just haven't been winning the, the games that they should have, that we feel like they should have. But it's, just, it's, it's, a, it's a tough one. Yeah, it's, feel like, it, it is tough. You just got three, two Super Bowl winning coaches and one coach that just went to a Super Bowl in the AFC North. It's, it's splitting hairs, yeah, really. Yeah, no, but you're right. Yeah, that's, that's a good point, too. Though. Where, would you, hard, where were you, let, real quick, just for, just for the fun of sports television, like he, like, what, what, uh, what division do you think is better, North or East? So, AFC North, for those at home that aren't incredibly well-versed, in the North, you got the Ravens, you got the Bengals, you got the Steelers, you got the Browns. AFC East, you got the Dolphins, you got the Patriots, you got the Bills, and Jets. Jets. I'm going with uh, AFC East. You know why? Because, like, we're talking about the Browns like the Browns is good. <laughs> Seriously, though, what have they done? They got some talent, but what have they done? That's, right? why, that's why we're asking the let, 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 Last year, though, you had the Bills in the playoffs. Yep. You had the Miami Dolphins, Dolphins in the playoffs. Yep. And you had the... That was it in that. <laughs> <laughs> but the Jets this year going to be the playoffs. You're not wrong. Come on. But last Come year, on. you had the Bengals in the playoffs. I know. I know. <laughs> but hold on, hold on. But low-key... Low nah, I ain't going to do that. I ain't going to do that for the viewers. I ain't going to confuse y'all. But look, it is a close one, though. It is. It's it a close is. one. We'll decide off camera. All right, when we return, what else is very interesting? Jimmy Butler... His mentality has gotten him here, but will it get him there? He refused to touch the Eastern Conference trophy and says he only plays for the championship trophy for Mr. O'Brien. That's Larry. Okay, is that a problem? Do we have an issue with that? Next, speak. You know what, Slick? What? Hey, it's 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Everybody's favorite story this playoffs has been Jimmy Butler, and rightfully so. They beat the Bucks in five, beat the Knicks in six, and now they are the only the second eight seed to get to the NBA Finals ever. But after they won the Eastern Conference, he didn't even want to touch that Eastern Conference MVP award, let alone the Eastern Conference trophy. Take a listen, and Jimmy Butler explain it. What he said. I'm very grateful to be able to win the Eastern Conference, but uh, I've, I've done that before. I have. I, I want to win an NBA championship. That's the reason why they put this squad together. Um, I don't play for the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. I won't play for the Finals MVP. Could care less. I play for uh, Mr. O'Brien. Joy, I want to ask you first. I want to have a quick dialogue if we can. At first, I liked it. Like, at first, I'll be honest, I loved it. I I was like, man, that mentality, the heart of a champion, the eye of a tiger. Ah." But then when I heard him say, like, I don't care about all-stars, I don't care about all NBAs. I don't care about defensive MVPs. I don't care about Eastern Conference Finals awards. I don't care about Eastern Conference Finals trophies. I'm like, that's the problem with the mentality of only wanting and being solely focused on one thing. Then what in the world you ever going to celebrate? And that to me is why I have an issue with this mentality, not because it's not the heart of a champion or the mentality of a champion, but I vividly remember 2-5, it was my sophomore year in college. We were 13-1, and went to the national championship game, played Alabama. My freshman year in college, we were 13-1, and played in the Fiesta Bowl against Ohio State. Then my junior year, we went 5-7. and seven. Coach, I vividly remember him, Hall of Fame coach Mac Brown, he said, make sure you celebrate the wins because you do not know when they will come again. Mm. The only reason, Joy, I I have the opposite mindset of so many other people with this Jimmy Butler super stoic approach is like, what if you don't win? Well, you keep playing for O'Brien. What if you don't get it? Then you didn't get to celebrate a huge accomplishment, which you just had. You're telling me you don't care about none of your six all-NBA teams. You don't care about none of your eight all-star appearances. Meanwhile, you got Bam looking stupid because he's happy because he realizes y'all won something. Bam's like, here, you want to touch it? Jimmy says no, and Bam's like, Oh, I don't want to touch it either. I just, I didn't like it because you overlook all of the things he actually has won. But you are a Heat fan, so I know you may have a different approach. Where do you stand? Well, you don't like goals. True. Because goals are limiting. Yes. But we can't, on one hand, praise people for being great at team success. Mm Mm-hmm. And then be mad at them when they don't want individual success. This is a team sport. The goals that he's trying to achieve are, are goals that will benefit the entire team Good point. and not just him. Good point. We don't need these 10,000 tro- trophies, Eastern Conference f- Finals, MVP. Anybody come here to see you, Otis? <laughs> We're trying to win a championship. That's what this is about. And if you're in the finals, if you're somebody, like he said, I've already done that. I've won the Eastern Conference before. This is not new to me. I've been here before. <clears throat> so if you are in the finals... Why wouldn't your goal be win the championship? Mm. He plays for championships because he gets the opportunity to play for championships. So I hear you. You know, it's, it's important to smell the roses. Mm-hmm. It's hard to win hard, championships. Hard. It's hard to get to finals. Hard. It's hard to hard get to, to championships. Mm. It is. 
But taking time to smell the roses and appreciate those little wins, for some people, is something that they enjoy after their career is over. And for him, his mindset is it's championship or bust. And for some people, that has to be the mindset. Two five, you won two championships, you know. Talk to me. I, I love what he said. I love his attitude. I don't want them small little trophies. He's had an all-NBA. He's had all all-star appearances, right? He has all that, all, uh, all defense. He had that. He don't got no champions. He don't no ring. It's time for a ring. See, the thing with Jimmy, right, is he's a dog. These are, that's how dogs act, right? They want to win it all. And there's some players that are cool with winning. I got, a, I got an MVP. I got a, I got a couple all-stars. There's some guys that like that. But guys like Jimmy Buckets, guys like Kobe Bryant, guys like Michael Jordan, they don't, they don't care about none of that. I want the final piece. I want the biggest piece. I seen an interview with Kobe Bryant. I guess it was against the um, uh, 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 damn, what year was that? Um, um, Dwight Howard and uh, Lando Magics, yep. 2008. And he nine. was like, he was like, the job finish? Is it? He asked reporters. Job's no, so I'm, I'm not happy until the job is done. And I love God's attitude because I play with other players that were really, really good, really, really talented, and they were satisfied. Mm. Yeah, man, I, I think my office player of the year, bro. I might get it. I'm looking at him like, what? We want to win a championship. So what Jimmy said, I loved it. Shady, isn't there a difference, though, between, like, satisfaction and enjoyment? Meaning, Kobe said that after already winning three NBA championships. Kobe was a champion. Mm -hmm. LeBron James, we all know, he celebrates everything. Like, LeBron going to celebrate with his family. He going to celebrate yeah. Eastern Conferences. Okay. He gonna, LeBron will right. celebrate the smallest to the biggest things. Isn't there a difference? And again, you've won multiple championships. Difference. Isn't there a difference between, like, I'm not satisfied, but I'm not going to sit here and act as if winning the Eastern Conference isn't a big deal? Mentality. Attitude. Mama mentality. None against LeBron. Right, but I, I, LeBron does celebrate everything, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But a guy like Tom Brady, he's not cool with that. Mm -hmm. He want to win a championship. Kobe, you, I don't, I don't, you talking about before and all that? I don't know the Kobe that I know, that I follow, that I watched, the book I read. Mm. He won championships. I'll take the small, the, the things in between. Cool, I'll take that. And then when I'm done with this game, I'll reflect on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But right now, I'm mm -hmm. in a moment. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to win a championship, and I love the attitude of Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I'm not sure that a player can win. Because if he acted like, if he was celebrating too much, he was too excited about winning the Eastern Conference going back to the finals, and we go, oh, he's, he's satisfied. He's, he's, he doesn't have the hunger. He doesn't have his eye on the ultimate prize. Uh, and on the flip side, is he not appreciating what he's accomplished? I, I, I heard the word grateful. I'm grateful that I won the Eastern Conference finals. The other part here is I can't ignore the fact that Jimmy Butler is the spokesman and the leader for this Miami Heat team. And in the same way that Mike Malone has cons consistently banged the drum about nobody respects us and we're unappreciated in all that we've accomplished, I think that's as much a message to his team mm. as it is to the public and actually taking issue with it. And I think Jimmy Butler for a team that we all look at and go, Miami Heat have overachieved, man. There's no pressure on them. They did more than they. He's like, no, we can't. This is not just for him. It's we can't be satisfied. Yeah. We can't. That's right. we, we're, we haven't got what we came here to get because we've been here before. And we walked away is from there joy, though, empty handed. For me, it's like, is there a happy medium? Because in that moment, and if, if y'all want to run it again, the Bam Adebayo trying to hand him the trophy yeah. clip, I'm looking at Bam, who's elated. <laughs> and Bam is like, celebrate. Yes. And Jimmy's like, nah, not this one. And Bam's like, oh. 
<laughs> like, yeah. look, like, quite literally look at it. So Bam goes to hand him the trophy. Yeah. Yo, you want it? Jimmy's like, nah, I'm good. He's like, I want uh, that, bro. Oh, he just tries to, like, play it off. But then I saw a picture circulate. I think it was Max Strewstroy, you'll know better than I as a, the Heat fan here, who went on the p- team plane with, I believe, every Heat reporter and gave them a trophy and took a picture with it so they could have. It was either Max Strewstroy or Caleb Martin, one of those players. And I was like, yeah. Celebrate this. Like, you might, it's Max Truce. I'm like, you might not go again. Celebrate it. Enjoy it. You can still say job's not done. But can't you just, like... Ah. I mean, I think, we're, I think we're picking at it here. And I think a lot of what Slick is saying is true also. Somebody got to let everybody know the job's not done. Mm-hmm. Somebody got to not be celebrating. I can tell you, like, Spolstra is smiling and all that stuff. He knows it's not done. Correct. Pat, don't, Pat Riley don't care none about no little Eastern Conference... Uh, Winning. No, he don't care none about that. He's got a case of rings. So there has to be somebody who has that mentality of, cool, cool, enjoy yourself. Y'all can enjoy yourselves. But I'm going to be sitting back here looking gloomy, reminding all of you that that was just the next step. If you're going to win a championship, there's a next step. And these dogs in Denver... That's right. They're not celebrating right now. They did their celebrating a long time they ago. They're getting ready for us. So we're all happy we, we got through, by the way, after blowing a, a, a 3-0 lead, yeah. right, that we got through this, but there's more work to be done. Hey, let me ask you this quick, quick question. Could you talk about mentality, though? If a guy like James Harden won the, the Western Conference Finals or he won an MVP or office scoring, whatever it is, scoring mm-hmm. title, you think he'd be satisfied if... He got Probably, the awards. I think so. You see the difference in attitudes? Mm-hmm. Jimmy Ham, you can keep that. Where that ring at? It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. We are just a few hours from game one. We are all watching. Joy, you are up first. Give us your prediction for the finals. Who wins and what games? Heat and seven. Heat and, ooh, Heat and seven. Down to the wire. You're going to keep us nervous. Slick, where you at? The Miami Heat are going to win the first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> nuggets, nuggets in five. Okay. Heat win the first game. Okay. Nuggets in six. Yeah. I'm a 2-5. Nuggets and six. I think the Heat, I don't think the Heat will steal this one. They'll steal, they'll steal a couple of They're going to steal this one. They're going to steal a couple. I can on steal it. a couple. Betting on this one. But I can only guarantee one. <laughs> Nuggets and five. Which one do the Heat take? This one. It's either this one or it's the first one in Miami. Oh, yeah. One or three. One of those, one of, one of those two. They're going to win this one. Man, I hope. I hope you guys are right. I hope it goes seven. I hope they're formidable. I just can't make an argument for it. I mean, we, we all want a seven-game series. We do. Yes, we do. Definitely. Yeah, I, 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 I,